Welcome to the First Church Orlando podcast. Here you will find recordings of weekly sermons, devotions, interviews, and seminar recordings from the First United Methodist Church of Orlando. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to today's podcast. My name is Eric Lindborg, and I'm an active member and also serve on the First Church Orlando Media and Communications Committee. First Church Orlando is so excited to welcome Chef Crystal Clark as our new kitchen manager and preferred caterer for church events. Crystal recently signed a contract to partner with First Church Orlando in order to use our kitchen to prepare meals both for mission and outreach. Today, I'm pleased to introduce you to Chef Crystal Clark. Crystal's 20-plus years in the culinary profession, her studies at Johnson & Wales, and her passion for using her gifts to serve others makes her a perfect fit for this partnership with First Church Orlando. She has a passion for people, food, and for connecting those two things. Crystal, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. We are so glad that you're here with us. Well, first, um, again, welcome to the family. And uh, we're so excited about this partnership and all the possibilities that are there and how we can provide a professionally managed uh, kitchen, you know, for both our church members and events. But also, I think there's probably some opportunities for us to be in service together. But before we jump into that, if you wouldn't mind, tell us a little bit about you, kind of your personal life, what motivates you in life, um, how you got to where you are. <laughs> That's a long story. There's a 42-year year, uh, history there. <laughs> so I'll give you the short version. Um, so basically, um, when I was five, I wanted to cook, and I would always bug my grandma and pull on her apron strings and try to help her in the kitchen for Sunday dinners, you know. And uh, she wouldn't let me do that quite yet at five. So she did let me uh, scramble eggs. And that's how it was born. Once I got up to the stove on top of the chair, like many of us, um, you know, it was no looking back from there. I went to culinary school and uh, held jobs in a lot of corporate arenas. Since then, I went to uh, Hyatt hotels, also some private restaurants. And Hyatt is actually how I got uh, transplanted to Florida. (laughs) <laughs> oh great where were you before in virginia i'm from virginia okay i don't know if i still have the accent no you don't <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome, awesome. You, you've got you've got a lot in your in your professional background which is super exciting and what a benefit for us as church members um you know what are um what can our church members expect? So we've had this wonderful building and this wonderful kitchen, and we, we haven't, obviously the last year and a half has gotten no use, but a lot of people are probably interested, hey, what does this mean? We've got a professional kitchen, it's licensed, we got a professional chef, how's this going to change our church experience? Um, so you'll see some things on Sundays as we start. Um, I'm going to start making some pastries and things you can have with coffee, um, I will be servicing the other group that we have in-house if they have lunches or fundraisers that need to be done. Um, And then the staff that are in um, on the church members, church staff as well, uh, will do lunch. So as they come back in and as we get activity back to normal, they'll have lunches Monday through Friday and we'll have pastries on Sunday. And then I'll be doing Super Sunday, which is my my ministry to help um, those less fortunate. 
That's awesome. You, you mentioned um, HSN, the Homeless Services Network, who's now co-located in our building, and we're they're part of the family now too. We're thrilled to have have them as well. Um, but it's given us an opportunity as a church to have what I would just call some critical mass. You know, more people in the building, more people that are hungry and and want to eat, and uh, just kind of creating a buzz in the building. So I think um, no doubt about it, you'll be able to add to that environment in a really positive way. <laughs> Certainly, I hope so. <laughs> oh, I know you will. Hey, I'm curious. So, how did this come together? How did uh, how did we find each other? How did you find your way to First United Methodist Church of Orlando? It's so funny. Um, we came across each other by uh, Debbie Hill. She mm. is one of your members, yeah. and we met um, and doing something I call Foodie Friday. So she had a link, um, and she clicked it. I don't know how she got it to this day. I, I sent her an email. But I think I transposed numbers or something from someone else who signed up on my email list or I couldn't read it. So I sent her an email about what I was doing. And she came in that week, said that sounded great. And, you know, she wanted to know how how we met. <laughs> and from then, I'm pretty sure it was divine intervention. I don't think it was a mistake. Mm, so yes. talk and I, I got to know her and um, she let me know where she went to church. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's such a beautiful church, you know, and you know, she came to visit my little space. I was working out of commissary at this point. Um, and I had scaled down due to COVID, you know, because there was yeah. no need to pay for a lot of overhead and have a huge space when no one was was eating. So I was doing a takeout only model. But now as we're ramping back up, uh, she knew I was going to need a bigger place. So she talked to John and I met John and here we are. Mm, I love it. Divine intervention. And someone recently said when the spirit moves, the spirit moves, right? It makes these connections happen. And Debbie is a wonderful member and friend. In fact, she serves on our communications committee. So I'm not surprised at all that she helped make that connection. So so there may be some of our members may be wondering, hey, what does this mean to sort of like our 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 day to day once we get back to whatever normal looks like? Things like potluck dinners and you know coffee for Bible studies, and you know we have other ministries uh, or other groups in meeting. Um, you know how would they work with you? So maybe you could just sort of help um, the member church members understand sort of what your vision for that is and and what they should expect in terms of changes. Yes. So um, when you have a licensed certified kitchen, um, things like potlucks can happen, but uh, we would just have to put a little notice out. I have little signs that are made um, now. I just have to laminate them and uh, (laughs) all in due time. So when I get those out, we'll just display those when people do have potlucks. So we could have it kind of in the lobby area. And, you know, you have that large buffet to the right side if you're coming Mm -hmm. in from Jackson side. Um, so you could set up there, um, we can do folding tables and things like that, um, make it kind of like a buffet pass or, you know, however, we have some tablecloths, things like that to make it really fancy. And that's really the only change there and coffee is able okay. to be made. It's just when uh, you're gonna come in the kitchen and start handling the equipment and knives and, and preparing food um, and also preparing food for the outside. So church members and things like that, potlucks, all that you can service those members, but when we are eventually serving the community um, and also doing my soup outreach, then they'll be required to have what's called a food handler certificate. And I'm certified to provide that for people. So we're gonna post up a little uh, lunch and learn type thing and you know, get those who are interested in serving all geared up and certified and, and off we go. 
Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. So um, there'll be opportunities then for for those of us who want to do that to, to sign up and learn and be trained. Um, perfect. And just to clarify then, so for just making coffee, getting water, ice, things like that, um, no, no real changes for us? Not at this time. Okay. Uh, it okay. just depends on how high traffic it is. You know? Sure. Like, Two people, yes, that's fine. 20 people coming in, that might be a bit, you know, we might have to, to revisit. Completely understand that. And um, okay, well, well, you had touched on earlier some of the um, services you're planning to provide um, at the church, um, but maybe worth hitting those again. I, you mentioned breakfast and coffee, you know, lunch for ter- First Church and HSN staff, on-site catering for meetings. Um, will those be regular things that happen most days, or I'm sure you're just now probably trying to figure some of that out, but what, what could we expect in terms of walking in and grabbing a meal? Um, yes, I would love to be able to do that um, at all times, but we just have to make sure that the interest is there. So we can do it a few days a week as we ramp up, you know, and then post those days, make it aware, you know, so that way we get traffic and then from there, you know, we'll see, we'll gauge the interest to see if we do it Monday through Friday, uh, breakfast and lunch, and then um, Saturday for meetings or things like that that are going on. But I, I, from what I gather, I don't know that you have too many things going on Saturday. I think Sunday's where it's at, correct? Yes, Saturday or Sunday is definitely where it's at. It's a busy campus on Sunday for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from what I gather, it's very different than on a Monday per se. Yes, yes. You're, you're, yeah, we'll, we'll all see many sides of the church now that we're have such a busy building, which again is a huge blessing for us. Hey, I skipped over when you're talking about how how you uh, first became interested in this, you know, from five years old on, and your your mom clearly you sent you in that direction. But how would you describe sort of your culinary skill? What are the or style maybe? What are how do you how do you like to cook? What do you enjoy doing in the kitchen? Hmm. The short answer is food. Yeah. Because <laughs> most people either lean towards uh, savory and they do grilling or smoking right now, like briskets and things like that, smokehouse style cooking is in, or like sushi chef maybe, or mm. baking and pastry, patisserie, um, you know, sous chef type thing, like you're in charge of a large kitchen. Um, I like to do it all and I've done it all, so I really don't have a specialty. <laughs> it's hard to pick. I, I enjoy all facets of it, so... Well, the only thing I don't like is liver. So you might not see too much of that on any of my menus or sandwiches and things like that. Well, we have that in common. And that's about the only thing that I'm not interested in eating. So if you ever need somebody to test something out, I'm your guy. Yay, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear we have that in common. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, again, you earlier you touched on or mentioned Super Sunday and, and Foodie Friday, but at, at First Church Orlando, you know, our mission is to seek love and serve. And um, as we come back together as a congregation, again, post-pandemic, and we're one of the things that we're really interested in doing, always are interesting in doing, is finding ways to serve together. What can we do in mission together? So um, are there things that our church members could do to help you in ministry? What do you, what do you see in terms of us partnering in that area? Oh, absolutely. Right now, I help um, One Heart for Women and Children. That is a service that's close to my heart here in Central Florida. They are great people. They service uh, a thousand clients daily. 
wow. to feed that many people. So right now on my own, I've been able to help put a dent in that. I uh, come out of pocket and I pay for um, the hundred that I can afford to feed. So I do uh, soups and I provide for their hundred. So I help take off their thousand. So they have mm. um, second harvest. They have some other people that donate. Um, and so with First Church, I know that I can increase that number from 100. If I can do that by myself, um, we can structure the donations to be able to, um, you know, increase that. Right now, I'm set up to receive uh, Publix. They've given bread to help mm. go along with the soup. And Longhorn and uh, Outback have provided potatoes. So you'll see a lot of potato type soups coming. Like I do a sweet potato bisque. Um, and then I do a lot of uh, chowder style soups. So I will do one vegan option and then one that uh, has animal products in it. So it may just have cream. It may have meat, mm. chicken, something like that. But there will always be a vegan option. Awesome. How did you get connected with One Heart for Women and Children? Sounds like a really big ministry. Yeah, they um, they, they reach out. It's just it's an organization over on um, uh, off of Princeton down here in Orlando. I, I think it's called Rio Grande, but it's, it's very near to Princeton. That's what most people are familiar with. Um, but my friend Kelly, who owns Raptors, the person that I come out of the commissary kitchen with, she is the one who uh, let me in on One Heart. She donates uh, peanut butter jelly sandwiches for the kids, and she uh, donates meals when she has them. So listening to her and seeing what she was doing, I was like, oh, let me do this. I wonder. And then I talked to them when I went to go drop off meals for her. And I asked if they had a need and they said, yeah, on Sundays. So I was already doing soup and trying to distribute to people. And I was able to help the, the little that I found within the community. And then when I hooked up with them, that was a, a huge need. So it's a bigger need on, on Sundays. Oh, wow. They have, they have a food pantry throughout the week. And then on Sundays, they do hot meals and try to go out and make a direct impact in the community. Does that and make the, sense? It does. It does. And the, these are, are probably single women with, with children that are either homeless or living on the fringes, vulnerable. Is, is that the community that you're serving? Correct. Awesome. Correct. It, it's funny. You mentioned Kelly at Raptors. It's a small, small world, small city. I, I am a Raptors customer and I know Kelly. So I'll have to make that connection when I see her. She has <laughs> delish, delicious meals as well. Yes. So what would be sort of one thing you want our listeners and members to know about you and your ministry and why you do what you do? What's at the heart of this? What gets you up and going in the morning? Well, um, the thing is, my mom is a single mom. Um, my parents got divorced early on and we had some hard times and I know what it's like to, you know, maybe want something a little bit different for dinner or want something extra and, you know, want to have that, you know, whatever that's out of reach for you. So I just try to help whenever I can to stand in the gap. Um, you know, I know it's not, uh, well, I mean, it may be possible for right now. It's not possible for me to feed everyone in Orlando, but I'm starting there. <laughs> I would love to feed everyone in the world and make sure there is no hunger. I just think that that's something we can attain being in a world so big and we have so many resources we have so many smart people we can figure it out we can figure out how to feed everyone everyone should have a meal at least once a day 
Amen. It's heartbreaking to know that families and children go to bed hungry, not knowing when their next meal is. We are, we are 100% with you on that. And um, I know that the church having the heart that it has is going to step up and, and come together and help you with that. That's, that's so awesome. Thank you for, for sharing that. Yes, sir. You'll so, always get that from me. hundred percent honesty. <laughs> love it. We're going to get along great. So, um, yeah, so if, if church members or anyone wants to know more about you and what you do, or maybe they want to help make a donation, um, to help with super Sundays, how can they find out more about you and what you do and get in touch with you? Um, John is setting up an email for me for first church. So I'll let you know what that is when I receive it. Um, I'll have an internal email. So that way everyone who knows that. Um, can can reach out but also I have a separate website and I have an email there too so um, chefcrystalclark.com is my website and my email is info at chefcrystalclark.com Clark with an e awesome thank you thank you well this has been absolutely great Crystal we're thrilled to have you join the church family we look forward to to meeting you and seeing you in person and eating your delicious food by the way before we got on this call you mentioned you might be baking some cookies for a pulse remembrance event this weekend at church you want to tell us a little bit about that before we sign off yes sir i am baking some pride inspired cookies <laughs> it's my uh, famous sugar cookie recipe um so it's almost like a tastes almost like a birthday cake in a cookie um, so what I did to make it fun and uh, festive for this event and, you know, tr try to provide a bright spot with everything that we've been going through and our remembrance, you know, I have words of hope on the back of the cookie package, but I made the cookies themselves very bright. Um, they, <laughs> they have sprinkles inside, which that's pretty fun. And then I have them topped with each of the colors of the rainbow. So I think it's going to be nice. We're going to arrange it in a rainbow. I love it. I'll come down Saturday to make sure I see you and have one. <laughs> Yay! I can't wait to meet you. Me, me too. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. And on behalf of First Church Orlando, we want to thank you for your support of our church and our partnership as we continue to seek love and serve together in our community. Welcome and thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And I really, really want to say I appreciate the opportunity and I appreciate all the warmth and generosity I felt so far. I know this is where I'm supposed to be right now. Awesome. Thank you so much, Crystal. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and that you will listen again in the future. If you enjoyed today's message, we hope you'll subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and share it with others on social media. For more information about First Church Orlando, please visit our website at firstchurchorlando.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If this podcast is a valuable resource to you, we invite you to give to this ministry by making a financial contribution at firstchurchorlando.org forward slash give. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.